Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you made week 17, the best ball finals, best ball championships. You're sweating six figures, seven figures, $2 million. But did you avoid the litany of injuries, player rest, combination of both, a little bit of injury and a little bit of player rest? Is your team live to take down the top prizes in week 17? best ball championships that is what myself and rob coakley are here to discuss today and find out if you got a shot at two million dollars it's been like eight months and we've been waiting for week 17 it's finally here (laughs) and it's josh dobbs kicking (laughs) off the slate for us Josh Just Dobbs like against, we all planned. Josh Dobbs and Hassan Haskins against Zeke uh, and Malik Davis on Thursday on Thursday Night Football. Like you said, just like we all planned. It really is. I, 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 you know, I've been talking a lot, so I'm curious uh, about your take just overall on this week. Do you, like, just generally with all of these injuries, player rest and everything, like... How are is is it helping your teams that advance? And how do you do you think it's like a bad thing for the for the slate or just like kind of, you know, there's fluky variants every single year, right? The Derrick Henry thing is probably never gonna happen again, you know? And injuries do happen, but just kind of in general, how are you feeling about uh, uh week 17? Well, I think people uncharacteristically of the fantasy community are overreacting. Because <laughs> we never do that, right? No, nobody ever no. reacts in the fantasy space. Um, there's one new conspiracy theory, at least a week in fantasy football. Uh, big, big best ball is keeping all the influencers in the main tournaments. You know, that's this week's conspiracy. All oh, the... I forgot about that one. That was really funny. Yeah, because like all the main best ball guys don't have a team in the best in best ball mania. But, you know, conspiracy <laughs> theories abound. It's great. <laughs> it's good stuff. 
Literally uh, everybody. I bet you if you polled the people that tweet or do content about Best Ball Mania the most, none of – and I, I would consider myself included in that. None yeah. of us are in Best Ball, Best Ball <laughs> Mania finals. None of Literally. us. I mean, like there's there's somebody, you know, like Karain's in it, right? And I know I'm, I'm you know, Paul's in it. Other people are in it. But like the like the if if that were to be true, whoever yeah. that would be in, I would be in, you would be in. Eagles drafts more than anyone on the goddamn planet, and he yeah. didn't make it to the BBM finals. Like clearly, there is no great conspiracy here. It, it's just sour grapes, right? Like people just have sour grapes. As soon as somebody loses something, they want the format changed. There's never going to be a perfect format, but like, come on. Um, so, but to go back to the thing, yeah, we're going to get this every couple years in week 17, just because you're going to have a team like Philly that runs ahead occasionally and has a two, three game uh, lead on people, right? Like it just happens like, but it's not going to be every year. A lot of years you're going to see what's going on in the AFC. The, the chiefs and the bills are fighting for first place. Still, they have to keep playing some of our better teams. The Bengals are still in it. So like a lot of the main teams are still in it. Like, yeah, Derrick Henry has to sit. Fluky situation where week 17 doesn't matter, but week 18 matters for them. That's yeah. not going to happen. Super, How can you super see that often. coming? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, people are people are overreacting to it. I'm beside myself, Eric. Um, personally, we don't make BBM. My best tournament left is the puppy. And this roster, if you had shown me this roster that I drafted, <laughs> In you know, whenever I drafted it, but if you showed it to me while drafting season was going on and said, this is the team you have to root for in week 17, I would be beside myself. So I am beside myself. It's like, <laughs> it's like, this is the team I have to root for. And, and I've talked myself into it because, well, that's what we do. It's so unique, right? That's what we want. We want unique, and boy, is it unique! Is this the Najee team? Is this the Najee team? This is the Najee team. Yes, I love it. Um, yeah. So that's what I have going on. So if I win with this team, the roasting that I'm going to get is going to be nonstop. But I'll be seventy five thousand dollars richer. So. You and Felix will be the only people celebrating. You're going to get ratioed. The only the first person in screenshot Twitter history to get ratioed <laughs> for having for having Najee. Um, shout out Felix. He is clearly rooting for Najee. I do just want to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to belabor the point about like the the contest format and all that. Mm -hmm. It's been on Twitter. I've shared some of my thoughts on Twitter. I've shared my thoughts on. You and I have talked about it. It's been on tons of our content and stuff before, but yep. I think what Alex says is pretty true. And it's also like, I'm not, it's not a judgment on other humans, but he says, I feel like best ball brings out the inner sore loser. And a lot of people it's weird getting mad and making excuses for not winning 500,000 person contest. Like that's pretty true, right? Like, yep. oh, I didn't make the finals of BBM. Well, you are a dog to make the final of, of BBM, even if you drafted 150 teams, like the math just, you know, means you were probably not going to make it. That's just how it works. And then people want to say, okay, it needs to be more fair, right? Then it, we need to reward the better teams. It's like, well, you didn't say that when you're better right. or, or working <laughs> advanced to the playoffs. You're just saying it when it came to week 16, right? Which look, every human is, you know, we all can be emotional. I get it. 
but the but all of the the complaint i'm not saying what underdog and what DraftKings are doing is perfect but i don't have a perfect solution the rules are the rules if this was the format of fantasy football right whoever the john wooden of fantasy football was if they invented it as this and they said look you just get to pick guys you don't have to set your lineups you don't have to do anything right and then you make the playoffs and you're in this group and then you move on right if they had invented it this way no one would be complaining because that's what we know and love. But it was invented in a certain right. You've played it your whole life with scoring the most regular season points is a thing, right? Your t- your your league, your home league probably pays out for scoring the most regular season points. So it's just always been a thing, right? Regular season record is a thing in fantasy football, but in best ball, none of that shit matters. You just I don't care by 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 a hair or by a mile. You got to get into the dance, and from that on, it does. Cam Akers, was he a bad pick or a good pick? You tell me. I don't. I honestly don't know the answer to that question. You know, but it's like yeah. this whole this whole debate about like what's fair and we should reward the best teams. Like, what is the best team? The best team is the the team that wins by the rules of the game you're playing. Mm-hmm. The best team is not what you think the best team should be. If you do think that, we have platforms for you to do that. Drafters is available. Drafters. If if you want, to play <laughs> it's, that it's invented. Format, Play it. They have a $250,000 top price. We solved it. It's, it's been yeah, solved. It's, it's not even like peanuts that you could go play for on drafters. You can like make real money over there, and people yeah. are complaining about it on, on underdog and drafting. So anyway, yeah. uh, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, and then I uh, I talked about it. I will hit really quick before we dive in. We'll try. I, know, I want to go through about as much of week 17 and stuff as we can because <laughs> somehow – it does feel like week 18. Um, so Jay Chang asks, are you reviewing more lineups on the show? If you want to drop lineups into um, the, oh God, I already forget what it's uh, what it's called, what channel it's called, the draft review submission. There's been a bunch, and I know I said I would review some more <laughs> after we didn't get to all of them, uh, but you guys are sickos, and also a shit ton of you made the finals, which is absolutely amazing. And so there's a ton in there. Um, we'll try to get to as many as we can here on the show today. But I do want to talk through, I mean, we're kicking off week 17 tonight. Derrick Henry's not playing. Tony Pollard's not playing. Jalen Hurts is maybe playing. You know, uh, James Conner hasn't practiced. Austin Eckler hasn't practiced. Uh, Alvin Kamara hasn't practiced. It's a, a Chris Olave has barely practiced. Like, it's a crazy, crazy week to figure out if you're even live in these turn. Like, I have, I really don't have any idea. Oh, baby, we are live. I have the team. I'm going to win $75,000. It's going to happen. <laughs> I just it's just a it's a burden to bear that I have to talk about this team once I do um, for the rest do of I my life. Do I have to pull it up? Do I have you, to pull it up? Pull it up. Let's show them. Oh God! All right, here we go. We would like for Jalen Hurts to play, but we have Jared Goff, <laughs> which is good. Let's look at these running backs. Um, we have Najee Harris. <laughs> it hurts to say. <laughs> we have Dalvin Cook. Somehow, so how do I get a Najee Dalvin Cook team? A drafted and B yeah. through. How did it get? Yeah, like <laughs> a a. We'll talk about that. I'm not going to waste time on this show. We'll talk about how this team even came to be, in uh, in the off season. But B, how is it in the fucking finals? <laughs> Najee was whole, like I know Dalvin had a couple of good games uh, fairly recently that helped, right? But like they were awful, both awful the whole year. And it's not like they went for 40, you know, it's not like Dalvin went for 40. Like he didn't carry you. And Ramondre right. was shit. Ramondre turned to dust last week too. Like I, I don't understand how this team got through. But we got, we got Ramondre, we got Devin Singletary. So, you know, the RB course somehow. It's unique. pretty good actually. 
And Dearness is obviously useless, but those are four good running backs. There is no other Cook Harris team in the Puppy One final. There is only like three Najee teams and four Dalvin teams or something like that. So like the uniqueness is high. Okay, the real uniqueness factor here, I know we're we're talking a lot about Najee because it's funny because we have a friend who's into Najee. Mm-hmm. Dalvin is a legit good leverage play I this love week. It. He plays the Packers. Justin Jefferson is the highest owned player in, in well, he's in every B- tournament. In, in every BBM, tournament. I, I'm just assuming he's if he's not yeah. the highest, right? It's like him or Devonta Smith or Kittle or whatever. Like he's right there. I mean, he Kirk Cousins is the highest owned quarterback in the finals of Best Ball Mania three because of Justin Jefferson and a smidge right. of of uh, Hawkinson and Osborne. But like Dalvin is a smash leverage play. Not again, not just because he's unique and low owned. He literally has the better part of this matchup. The Packers have the last-ranked DVOA run defense. If you're going to attack them, the Dolphins, I know that Tua lit it up for a half. Tua just got the ball to Waddle and Tyreek, and they did, you know, Waddle ran like a Terminator for 75 yards. But, like, Mostert and Jeff Wilson were eating on the absolutely eating on the ground. Dalvin could go for 150 and two in this game, and I would not be surprised. He's a legit good player to have this week. Good. I want you to keep that in the back of your mind for when uh, I'm never saying it again. What we're going to talk about (laughs) when we're done reviewing this lineup. (laughs) So then we're looking at I don't I don't know why they do the layout on whatever. It's Mm -hmm. it's Devonta Smith, DJ Moore, Tyler DJ Moore. Yep. Um, Christian Watson, Jalen Waddle, uh, LaVisca. This is that Odell, William Fuller team, which is, you know, <laughs> why have one rabbit's foot when you can have two lucky rabbit's foots on your bench, right? <laughs> but if Tyler Lockett plays this week and if Christian Watson plays for that, yep. you know, that bring back with Dalvin Cook and Great also spot TJ for Hawkinson. Great spot for Chark. Chark. Hawkinson is good. Great spot for Cole Komet as well this week. Yeah, so I like this team a lot just based on some of the leverage that I have on the running back spot. It's just, uh, it's real good. And after you've talked it up so much, I am willing, Eric, to sell you half of this team for (laughs) 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 $25,000. Jesus Christ. I was like remotely interested at first. (laughs) I assumed something ridiculous was coming, but I was like, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll give him a little faith, but uh, no, but if we, uh, if we get hurts playing and then we have that running back yeah. and the wide receivers aren't bad, the tight ends are Hawkinson commit. Mm-hmm. I, I think based on the running backs alone with everything else, it feels like it's either top 10 or bottom 10. My good. Yeah. That, uh, that, that's exactly because you have four good running backs, but they're, really going to be the driver of the team mm-hmm. if i'm being told like in terms of how it does right yep. and dalvin and Najee could have it's not an awesome spot for Najee, but you know you never know it's a great spot for dalvin but dalvin has shit the bed in great in great spots it's the vikings it's what they do right. um ramon could get damian harris back but does that matter we don't know and then singletary on monday night right will be the the if it's if it's live it's probably because you're going to be playing Singletary in the flex because three of the, the two out of three of those running backs uh, yeah, or all have three have, 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 have to smash because the wide receivers are a little, are a little thin, but there's the court, right? If Dalvin smashes, you got Christian Watson on the other side, Komet and Chark. And like, there's a lot of different um, nice little correlations that can help it get there just a smidge easier than some other teams. Yeah. It, it's going to be a fun sweat for this team. Um, 
it just it goes against everything I was doing in most of my teams, 90% of my teams, right? Like, I there's no chief on this team. I had a chief wide receiver on probably 95% of the teams, at least some sort of player from them. I have no Bengals. I do have the one Buffalo Bill. I went running back, running back, which I didn't do too often. And and and, and I never Najee and I never <laughs> like if you looked at my total ownership. I think when we did it, it was like four percent or less on both of these guys overall. And you're seeing these teams, and I'm just guessing that I drafted this team very very early in the off season or something like that. I mean, clearly it's the first puppy, so we could get the window, but. It's just it's remarkable when you draft players that were did well. I have won Mahomes out of four finals, and I drafted Mahomes more than anybody. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it shows you that even taking player stands, it it doesn't always matter. It's still hard to get those teams through, even if you pick right. Even if you pick the right player, it's hard to get those players through. I, right? I I, I kind of I kind of already uh. Shit, man. These dogs have endless energy. It just drives me absolutely nuts. I would love to have the amount of energy that these guys that these Same. guys have. I just I just wanted to share mine just to piggyback. I kind of talked through mine the other day, but mm-hmm. for you know people that didn't see or whatever, I have three DK finals teams. Oh, and to uh, yeah, Pollard on is on my Millie team. This is my this is my Millie Maker team, which I won't run through it all, but I, I can survive no Pollard on that team actually, which is really bizarre for me to say with the, how bad my running backs are on really any team I drafted this entire season, but this one actually has Singletary. Um, let me see. Ramondre McKinnon, James cook, and maybe somebody else in here too. So like on a zero RB team that has Jefferson, but that if Debo were to play, that would be, uh, you know, again, I'm not expecting really anything, but Debo, but without Pollard, if I also lose Debo, I think the team is probably dust mm-hmm. um, for, for the Millie, but I was going to bring it up because I really didn't draft Debo. <laughs> it's like I, the second round was AJ Brown and Tyree kill and CD and Kyle, <laughs> RIP Kyle Pitts, you know, and Saquon for a, a long time. And it, there was like no Debo really for me at all, especially on DraftKings. I would draft him on under, I think he was a little better on underdog. But I really never took him on DraftKings. And like you said, all of a sudden he shows up in my best Millie. I, I maxed the Millie maker. I made one team through to the final and there's Debo Samuel and not just Debo Samuel. There's uh, where's Adam Thielen. Same guy. Mm-hmm. Did I ever draft Adam Thielen? No. And and maybe I was trying to I mean, who knows? Maybe I was trying to set up a, a Viking stack and cousins was still around or something. And I got sniped because I don't have cousins, uh, but I have Jefferson and Thielen, but it's like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really know how this team came to be, but I have some guys. Deontay Johnson is on this team. He's my Najee. Like I was legit stone fading Deontay Johnson. Like yeah. I didn't want, I, I literally didn't want him on, on teams. I know some people liked him. That's totally fine. Um, but I didn't. And he, again, Debo, Deontay Thielen all showing up here um, on this team. And then I think there was just maybe one or two guys that happened to uh I'm looking at that Make last it. team because you have like the one guy that I think is the biggest like leverage play of the entire week 17 finals. And it's Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. I think Getting Dalvin a... might actually be the biggest leverage play. Well, yeah, but well, that's the true. tight end. The, the only reason he may not be is because the tight end thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think having Kelsey, just the, the, the amount of points 
that he could score versus every other tight end. I mean, we saw the tight end explosion last week, but who's live for like that type of output consistently? It's Travis Kelsey, and that's it mm-hmm. right now. And if you got a Kelsey team through to a finals, I have one Mahomes Kelsey stack in a super flex that I'm not like overly sweating. I'll probably win it because of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, like, it, I just think it's a great spot to be. And, but your team's going to live and die tonight, it looks like. You just got to kick it off strong with CeeDee Lamb. Right isn't, this, isn't this it? Sheepcast says, Hassan has. can you imagine this run out? This, this is this is the Darrington Evans run out. Yeah. If it actually came to be how I hoped it was going to happen with Darrington Evans last year. So for anyone that doesn't know that maybe you just started listening this year or recently this week, maybe Darrington Evans was my guy last year. I was taking a stand against Derrick Henry as a first round, you know, top five pick in fantasy. And that looked like it was going to be the spike week might not be here. If Derrick Henry would have stayed healthy last year, because that was one of the worst calls of all time as he was en route to just destroying fantasy. But the thesis was, you know, if he goes down, I want, I want his backup or just even like something happens, the offense changes, whatever. So Darrington Evans was his backup. Well, Darrington got hurt in the preseason and came back, but basically really never played. Donta Foreman turns into a, a superstar and I don't get to reap the benefits, even though the bet that I made hit, right? I hit fade Derrick Henry and, and here's what you should do when you fade Derrick Henry. Sheepcast really hit. Hassan Haskins in week 17 is going to get the Hassan Haskins game. You can't ask for it to come at a better time from your 20 from a 20th round running back. When we're dying for running backs, dude, we may, we may lose. Like I said, we may lose Connor. We may lose. I mean, who knows? Tomorrow we'll know Connor Kamara, right? Eckler. All these guys are, are hurt or sick. We don't really know what's going on with them. We already lost Pollard and Henry and <laughs> it's his highest owned player makes the finals doesn't 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 have him when it all came to fruition that is like that is the cruelty of the best ball gods right there. it's i mean it goes both ways right now i have tony pollard on one of the four teams i have left but i have no james connor no austin eckler no derrick henry i have none of none of the other guys that might be out are on my rosters i'm like ooh, we might uh we might do some things this weekend because of this running back spot that's what we... i was just gonna just gonna close mine with is you know, lost, excuse me, lost Pollard in the Millie probably won't have Debo or at least not a really, right. I'm trying to beat a thousand other people. I don't know that Debo is going to get, going to help me get there. I actually like the quarterbacks on that team. Evan Ingram's fine, whatever. But in the $25, I feel like ever I'm like sun running, mm-hmm. uh, hurts hurts. So I get hurts through and Hurts returns to practice. Miles Sanders came back to practice today, which was a slight scare that he wasn't practicing on Wednesday, but no Pollard on this team, no Connor, no Kamara, no Henry, no nobody. I mean, I got my own chair of dusty running backs, but like, <laughs> you know, at least Amir Abdullah is technically going to be out there. Who knows? The Raiders are shutting it down. I don't know, you know, but it has Jags, Eagles, Jefferson, CD, uh, you know, a good, good team with, with my fair share of bills and uh, our boy Gabe Davis, like, I don't know it in the twenty five dollar where there's only fifty four people with all this chaos. Um, I feel like I got a little lucky. Now, like you said, like you said on the flip side, I feel like I say this, and <laughs> you know, it's not going to matter when when Sunday comes around. But at least in terms of expectations on Thursday, I feel 
happy to so far have avoided the total shit show. Yeah, it feels good. The other thing that I have that's this that I'll wrap my teams up with. We won't get into all my teams, but of my four teams, I have no Justin Jefferson. Not one of my teams wow. has Justin Jefferson. And it's not like I wasn't drafting him. I think I had eight to ten percent across or more across all tournaments. And Jeff Jefferson's on every team, and I don't have them. And it's like, <laughs> well, we got leverage, but we might get buried quick. <laughs> if, yeah, uh, right. With noon at one one fifteen your time on on Sunday when Jefferson you know goes like he does this all the time though too is the funny thing you know he has that like six for seventy and a touchdown on the first drive and like mostly from a DFS perspective I just remember being like fuck me you know like my slate is over because Jefferson just scored twenty points on the first freaking drive of the game yeah yeah so. And they're going to try to get him the ball, too. We know all this. It's just I'm just hoping he gets down the field. Dalvin punches in a 20-yard touchdown. Hawkinson (laughs) gets the other touchdown. Jefferson's left, you know, especially on underdog where it's a half-point PPR, no bonus. Like, you know, he could score 12-13, not get in the end zone, and you still feel fine about it. This is such a good take from Alex Jefferson's first half fantasy points over on prize picks. Just bet it every single week because do they have first drive uh, fantasy <laughs> points? Because that dude literally smashes every first drive. But to your point, underdog versus DK, <clears throat> like I have Jefferson on my on uh, two of my three DK teams, mm-hmm. my two better ones that I'm more rooting for. And I would feel much more worried about fading him on DraftKings. Yeah. Because he's just every week is right block in and six or seven catches. And like, you know, if he does that, he's going to sniff the bonus. And that's just 20 plus points right there, like right off the rip. And so like if he's just going to get 20 every week, he's chasing records and shit now, too. It's like, you know, but that could be. I mean, Evan Ingram went like, what, nine for 120 or whatever, you know, something like that on uh, underdog last week and was like the tight end eight. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, you know, Justin Jefferson doing that doesn't really matter on underdog at, with half PPR. Um, I do have a question in the chat asking me if I got any Jamar Chase teams through. So I will talk about it. I do have in the Pomeranian 2 finals a Joe Burrow double stack T. Higgins Jamar Chase team Ooh. with uh, really bad running backs. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. It's like Leonard Fournette. Damian Harris, if he comes back, would be nice. Brian Robinson, it's not the worst. Kareem Hunt. No, that's not bad. It's not the worst. It could be worse. It's got so it's got Higby. It was the Higby Kittle team. It's got Evan Ingram. Unbelievable. Trevor Lawrence, uh, Zay Jones, Juju, Devonta Smith. So yeah, we're alive. It's a good team. That's a it's a good team. I also think we have to, and everyone watching. I've been slowly lowering my expectations for what our good running backs on on teams in the in the finals. You know, early in the week, like again, that best team that I have, I was like, oh God. You know, I I need Miles Sanders and then I need to luck box double digits from somebody else. And just as more running backs keep getting picked off, mm-hmm. you know, and and not replaced with viable guys, right? Like I mean, even the guy who probably had the most Hassan Haskins, you know, in the chat is like, I couldn't even get him to the final. You're not all that worried about, right? Hassan Haskins and the whatever Latavius Murray's and like Silas who drafted uh, Silas said something about Keontae, um, that he, yeah, 
he wasn't able to get you know he probably drafted more Keontae Ingram than anybody in best ball and if Connor doesn't play even he won't have a Keontae team so it's just like so many irrelevant dudes are the kind of next man right the Saints if Kamara doesn't play I, I don't actually even know who who, who is the next man uh, David Johnson David Johnson is the or, in New Orleans <laughs> or is you know Benjamin gonna get all the run he, oh my was- god that would be hilarious if he got that he became relevant again in week 17, although they he, play the Eagles. He's on this uh week, this uh double stack team that I have, which would be fun. It's not dreams not dead, dead for dream, old Eno on his third Eno dream. Team, on his third team. Yeah. It's it's gonna be such a fun week 17 because of the chaos. Right? Like oh yeah. How so let me ask you this. Are you still doing like your normal DFS slate? Or you just want to sweat your best ball? Mostly just sweat my best ball teams. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do more um um like prize picks and you know obviously I'm in a legal sports betting state so I can bet props and games and stuff like that. That I don't think because I don't think that will inter- interfere with like my sweat. But this is like this isn't just like uh you know any Joe Schmo like sweating their best ball team you know this I've, I've made this my career basically so it's like this is the the sunday that we've been you know waiting for for nine months or whatever and so i'm gonna try to just enjoy it pretty much as best i can if it doesn't go well right if whatever you need on the noon games uh sorry i'm i'm in the central time zone it's they start at noon here like if it sucks I can play the afternoon slate. You can play the Sunday night showdown. You can, which I guess that's a Raven Steelers, which I don't, I don't think I, that, that would be somehow taking a step backwards from losing in best ball. Uh, but you know what I mean? There's, there's ways to, to go get your fix in if you really want to. I don't think I'm going to go too hard on, on DFS this Sunday. Yeah. I wasn't going to go too hard. And then I, I received a DM about splitting some funds from a best ball team and throwing oh, in nice. some, some yep. single entry stuff. So, we're gonna we're gonna throw some stuff together for that. Yes, Anthony. When you tout Darrington Evans <laughs> last year and Kyle Pitts and Javante Williams and Trey Lance this year, you need your final teams to run good so that people forget about all the horrible shit you said for six months. Oh, bone to pick with you, by the way. I don't know. You you played the shanty on a show either yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. and you brought up some of the points, and you conveniently, <laughs> conveniently left out the line about Trey Lance being a bust. So uh strategic. <laughs> that was strategery right there. I wasn't I, I wasn't uh <laughs> I'm usually not able to watch every show, but luckily I was able to catch that one. And uh I caught that. That was the that was what stood out the most about that show to me was you just avoiding the Trey Lance <laughs> line. Try to dunk on me for the ETN line. You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> I gotta take it, I gotta take it for my own street cred, but no. Um honestly, I just wasn't. Trey Lance has been so far out of sight, <laughs> out of mind for <laughs> such a long time that it like it didn't even like totally resonate with me. Um I was gonna ask just on the we'll, we'll get to um some some actual of the week 17 discussion, but mm. we're sweating all this, figuring out all this best ball stuff as we go, just like uh, everybody else's. So I feel like it's relevant. Would you rather not play DFS? Like if you're, if you play DFS or even if you like bet on the NFL or, or whatever, would you rather not do it and just sweat your best ball teams? Or would you rather three part question now, or would you rather 
jam your players you need in best ball into DFS or, you know, bet overs on their props or whatever, or do the opposite, right? Fade those guys, maybe play the guys you need. Like you don't have Jefferson, right? Play him in DFS, right? Play a cousins Jefferson team or whatever, as opposed to just sweating the stone cold fade. What would you prefer between those three? I mean, I would want to say the Jefferson one, but he is going to be so incredibly owned. I think this week, just because everyone knows they're chasing the record with him and stuff. So now, like, you have to fade him in DFS, too. So it's going to be a sweat against Jefferson. I'll play the guys that I can't. I can't incorporate the best ball teams into the DFS stuff. It just it just can't be something that I look at. I have to I like I'm not going to go. I mean, I know Najee's playing Sunday night, but if he was playing in the main slate, I'm not going to go jam a goddamn Dalvin Cook Najee team. <laughs> Just because I have them in the puppy finals, right? Yeah. Like, well, now I got to play Najee and Dalvin Cook together, obviously. Like, no, I can't do it. For I already got to puke enough over that team. I don't want to do it a second time. Although it'd be unique, probably. No one else would probably yeah. do it. <laughs> exactly. Can we just talk about Felix saying, I played my guys last year in DFS and profited? Yeah, no fucking shit you profited. You played your guys in DFS on, the, on week 17. You scored like 10 million points and won a million dollars. We know that you, of course, that this is, you probably made a shitload in DFS that week too. So it was not just a million dollars you won in best ball. You probably made thousands and thousands in DFS playing all those guys. 100% yeah, and- Najee in showdown. It's a Najee captain showdown team. I just want to point out, like, who's the real Najee truther? I'm the guy with him in a, on a finals team. Where are you, Felix? Exactly. I mean, right? Uh, yeah, so I think that's the way I'm approaching the DFS stuff. Like, it's just going to be the normal process. It's not going to incorporate the best ball. If I had, the, what I would say is if I had one of my, like, high stakes one in there. Josh, we love Najee this week. So good. There's so way too much Najee talk. <laughs> Uh, constantly but it's funny it's just it's just so weird that's what i'm i've been reduced to like i think i sent you a dm the other like we were chatting the other day i'm like i'm like i don't know what i want to happen here because if i win with this i'm never gonna hear the end of it i know (laughs) uh it's so good um i want to hit and segue into some of the like week 17 matchups and maybe you know some guys that you're excited for or this is more uh Gerardo says Jefferson is going to get the Jair Alexander shadow and being meaning you know he's maybe a little more pessimistic or 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 not necessarily pessimistic on Justin Jefferson because I don't think that's a possible thing but maybe that this if there's going to be a spot where maybe he doesn't blow away the field for the first time in what seems like two months maybe it is this week one thing I'll say is that Jair is not the same old Jair anymore he, he really has just been like you don't really fear Jair and Jefferson has the advantage here it's one of those things where like we got so used to it with like Daryl Revis uh Gil- Stefan Gilmore for a stretch right Jalen yep. Ramsey for a stretch where those guys were literally better than all the other what like the the best wide receivers those corners were better uh, I don't know that we have one of those guys anymore. Like Ramsey's definitely Sauce. not that guy. Saw so, like Sauce is probably that next guy, and he's, yeah. he's he's been he hasn't you know outside of Diggs and some Tyreek and stuff he hasn't played a ton of them. But anyway, we don't really have that corner guy, and Jair's not that guy. Jefferson, I believe, just cooked him up and cooked the Packers up uh, what week one or something like that. So you know it's been a long time. 
I'm not I'm not saying that it's not like a a reasonable thing to to bring up for Justin Jefferson's matchup. It's better than him playing, you know, the Lions or whatever. That if you're fading him, that's for sure. But if you have him, I'm not I'm not like aren't you worried? I'm not worried about Justin Jefferson. No, I he's the best receiver in the league. Like 1A, 1B's probably Chase. Like I'm not worried about him. I wouldn't I still wouldn't be worried about him against Sauce Gardner. And Sauce Gardner is like a legit lockdown corner. Like he is nasty. Right. Right. But Jefferson, Jefferson is just Jefferson so good. Is better. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It, it, it's not just he has a tough matchup. The corner has a tough matchup because no one can guard Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, like even if so, uh, we're just getting way into the weeds. But even if like he was playing the Jets, I wouldn't even put Sauce Gardner on Justin Jefferson. I would just bracket him. You're better right. off just bracketing him against. Let against... Sauce take away single hand. Uh, the. Dolphins the, did a lot. That's what the Dolphins did to Chase. If yeah. you recall, T. Higgins went nuts against the Dolphins because all they did was just double Chase yeah. and uh, let T go free, you know, one on one all day. And Burrow just peppered T. That's what I, I mean. I, same thing. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's, that's enough uh, defensive coverage talk, though, probably for the spike Dude, week. I fucking played <laughs> defensive back. For a long time in my life, this is my bread and butter. We like yeah. we got to mix it in every once in a while. Yeah, it was a free safety. We know that's yeah. that's, we, that's what we do here. We are we are DBs at heart playing yeah. an offensive game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I've talked. You know, we joked about the ETN thing from the shanty, uh, and I, but I've talked about him being a guy who I'm really like. If you were able to get ETN through, that's why I'm pissed about my best BBM team not getting through. If you're able to get ETN through, he's like probably my favorite guy to have have gotten through. I mean, I think Dalvin is the greatest leverage, but ETN's probably pretty good leverage too. The Jags are certainly not low owned. I know they didn't do great last week, but Lawrence and, and Zay and Kirk and Ingram have been so good all year that that you know, in any contest, they're certainly not going to be low owned. But ETN hasn't been awesome since that one what run two months ago or whatever it was. And now he gets the Texans. And so ETN is probably that guy for me that I'm like, man, if you were able to get him through, you should feel really, really good. He's leverage just like Dalvin is right. And he's really high upside in an awesome matchup. Do you have anybody like that? That just has like really hit home with you that, uh, and that doesn't have to be leverage either. It could just be a guy you're excited for this week. I mean, I would have liked to get Christian Kirk through on one of these four teams. I had a high percentage of them. Same team as Travis ETN. Um, hasn't really been doing much the last couple weeks at all. Right. So this could be a great get on the same page game with Trevor Lawrence. Right. And the, the thing that's going to kill you for Travis ETN is ETN's going to get all the run and then Jamal Agnew is going to come in and score <laughs> like two rushing touchdowns against the Houston Texans. Like, I'm put all it, in put it on, my, 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 my teams are all Lawrence. I have Lawrence, Zay, Kirk, Ingram. Ingram yeah. is probably my most important player because he's that tight end, and I need my tight end suck. So, like, trust me, I'm not rooting for ETN anymore. But I'm just saying, if I were to have gotten a guy through, I think Kirk is a good one too because Kirk, right? Zay and Ingram are going to be the guys that are most that show up most. So, like, you don't have leverage with Lawrence, but you have leverage off of the other Jags guy. If he does his thing like he did earlier this year, right? Eight for one forty and two or whatever. There's, you're not going to be fending off as many Kirk teams as you will Zay teams if Zay, if Zay goes off. Um, what yeah. about we, – we should talk really quick. 
I don't want to talk that much about this Thursday this Thursday night game, but I do have sixty seven percent of my teams. I think I just remember that I have to do the the showdown slate tonight for RG. Oh, thank thank God! I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fun. Is Josh Dobbs even in the play, even God, in the play, I don't know. player pool? <laughs> that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. But I do want to hear what you think about this this game. Like, what maybe you think the Cowboys will do? Can the Titans at all keep this close enough to push Dak and the Cowboys to do something? And I'm mostly asking. Because signed the guy with cd lamb on two on two, really needs a good cd game do, do you think that if things aren't going well for the first couple drives for the cowboys they just kind of downshift and just do what they can to get the game over with type of deal because what, what are they playing for well they technically can still get the buy and win the division technically yeah um, i mean it's low. It's low probability, of course, but it, it's right. in. It's still because they won last week. That made this game actually relevant for them, basically, um, and 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 for the Eagles too. And so it's it's. So you know, you're gonna want to write out the jump, I think. So like, if CD's gonna do something, it's gonna be before halftime to start. Right, six for a hundred and a touchdown in the first half or something. Yeah. So we're we're not. I'm guessing you're not gonna be looking at it on the back half unless he breaks one off like first play of the third quarter or something like that. I mean, it's live, of course. Tennessee's sucks pass <laughs> defensively. They're awful. So, um, it just feels like they might go up two scores, and Dallas is just a grinded out team at that point. They're just gonna lean. On Zeke, uh, they'll lead on the other back. And what's Malik Davis? Malik Davis, I, which throws me off because you don't want to say Malik Willis, right? Like, <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of Malik Davis, which no one has on no. any of their best ball teams. No, that's another thing. He, he could get like the whole second half. Like, t- yeah, t- t- they called up somebody. I forget who it was some dusty running back, but like it could just be Malik Davis. And again, that's another, both of these teams tonight, that's two out of the the 32 teams that could be playing running backs that are not even in any of the finals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I think this could be a very low relevant fantasy game, but yeah, Schultz could get there. CD could get there. I don't know what, who, who are you even rooting for to get there in Tennessee? Who else do you have on these teams? Like I have Burks is playing, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any of these guys, but Burks. I mean, there can't be a ton of Burks teams, I would assume. Like, I don't think so. You're not, I guessing, like if Burks does something for you, you're happy if he gets you anything. I don't know. Like this game, you would have felt it would have been more fantasy relevant than it was. And then you start to think about it. We were already low on Tennessee Titans going into the year. I was at least. I didn't yep. think. I thought Derrick Henry was the only viable one. He was a first rounder. We were already fading him at that spot for the most part. We wanted Burks here and there. Uh, it's just Tannehill's out. Like it's just if not, a, not a fun Henry, way to kick off week seventeen. If Tannehill and Henry were playing today, the conversation we'd be having right now would be very, very even with their off their offensive line is shit, and that's been a huge problem for them. Mm-hmm. But if they had Tannehill and Henry, they could punch back a hundred percent. They could punch back even with a bad offensive line. I know it's a really bad matchup for a bad offensive line, but you know Burks. Robert Woods stinks, but you know, Derrick Henry, Burks, Robert Woods, uh, Westbrook Akine, Chiga Conquo looks pretty good, right? Th- that group could could score a few times on Dallas. And so then then Dak would have to, you know, go ham and and without Pollard, <laughs> I guess Zeke could be a thing, but I just they're they're gonna every- sit guys once they go up. 
one one thing I keep going back to though is like every single time we do this, we do this song and dance almost weekly. If you like, if you play DFS, right in best ball, we probably lose sight of it because we don't track super like we don't analyze every game week to week. This happens frequently, especially in the second half where we're, you're like Chiefs Texans. You know who's getting the ball in the Chiefs in the second half when they're up by 24. Right. And the next thing you know, it's in overtime. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm not saying that I am. Ob- I, I bet the Cowboys <laughs> like I, I, I'm not saying that I think that this is going to happen. This Titans team might be the one of the worst groups we've ever seen. I, in my opinion, in the, in the NFL, this, this current version without Henry and Tannehill and, and the offensive line and stuff, but, yeah. and they're missing eight defensive starters. That's the other things. Like, <laughs> they don't have any, yeah, it's not just offensively. No, eight def- It's worse on defense. It's it's really bad. So anyway, I just and that D line for Dallas, like it's just yeah, like we have the whole any given Sunday thing, but it's I just can't. I just yeah, I just can't see. (laughs) You know, we could do it with the Texans and stuff. You're like, you know, Mills and Driscoll did it against the Cowboys, and like you know, the offensive line actually isn't that bad for Houston. Blah 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 blah. We could tell ourselves a story. You tell me what the story is that the Titans, you know, can score 21 here or something. I don't. There I don't would see be it, so. some real fluky turnover type situations is the right. only way it would even begin to happen. So fumbled snap, block punt, something yeah. like that. I think that's what you're rooting for is like somehow they get a stop, block a punt, return it to the house or something like that. It's probably what that, that's probably what I'll be rooting for as a a, a CD stand tonight. Um, uh, are you are you happy they flexed Pittsburgh? Baltimore and the Sunday night football this week? Or would you have rather them just stay was, with Rams there? and Chargers? Mm, Rams Chargers for yeah, fantasy. Right? Like, wouldn't you like because I would Rams think, just hung 50 on the Broncos. Yeah. I mean, I th- just based on the four teams alone, if I'm the NFL execs, it'd be like people are gonna be looking for Charger games more. I would think. If they go for the rivalry game, I don't the know. The problem like, is that that game has playoff implications Steelers Ravens does right. and they always err on that on that side and the only thing I will counter with uh your point about what people want to see there ain't no goddamn football fans in LA they That's can't even true. they can't even sell half the stadium out when the teams are good the Steelers these ass clowns that keep showing up to these Steelers games just to be disappointed for 15 years or whatever you know they're packing the stadium when it's 10 degrees outside so you know, yeah, that, locally. that's probably locally. like locally. Yeah. But I'm just saying like in general, like all these TV networks, you know, that this is this is playoff week. How many games do you think there? How many games do you think that you would rather see less than Steelers Ravens on Sunday? Oh, night? my God. And Not I have many. to watch it now. Like, it's so <laughs> gross. Yeah, I have Deontay. I have yeah. you, you. You have Najee and I have Deontay on two of our most important teams of the whole, of the whole season. I'm going to be breathing through a paper bag the entire game trying to watch you know, Huntley versus Najee Harris on prime time to win 75 K. It's just going to be the absolute stone worst. Felix is going, Felix is going to the game, uh, the LA bowl, the LA bowl. I low key. That game got a lot more exciting over the course of the last couple of weeks. Um, chargers got healthy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't imagine many people got Keenan through, and I'm not sure it really matters because I'm not sure he has the upside. But my God, if he's going to get 16 targets every single week, it's it's in the range that he scores two touchdowns. 
Mike Williams is back. Gerald Everett is uh, uh, going to be the next thing you guys cover on Hometown Ghost Stories from, <laughs> from last week. Uh, and maybe God they won't have ex- Gerald Everett. <laughs> Gerald Everett. We spent the whole show the other night being like, well, if Gerald Everett gets 30, he got he, he got as many points as I did. You know, I got as close to scoring 30 as Gerald Everett did. That was wild. But um, like, you know, what if Eckler doesn't play? You know, Herbert in this past game just got a lot more more fun. The Rams, I, maybe it's a fluke, but I don't know. The Broncos' defense is just as good as the Chargers' defense. If they can push back, you could see 60 points in this game or something, I think. And we did not expect that two week, even two weeks ago. No, you have, you have that Rams' defense not playing people that are like, like Aaron Donald and stuff like that. Baker Mayfield, as much as he's not a great quarterback, he's still somewhat competent can still get some people the ball here and there. Yeah. Um, and the Chargers are the Chargers. Sometimes they're going to hang 40. Sometimes they're going to look like the worst team in the NFL. And sometimes they're going to do both. six field goals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> right. They score 40 and look horrible at doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It's uh, it's incredible. So <laughs> I saw a report that like the team that needs to get Sean Payton is the Chargers. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You get Sean Payton over in on the LA Chargers that would uh that would make that team a lot of fun because they've yeah. just been the same team for 25 years now. This is a good one by Alex. He was surprised Vikings Vikings Packers would have would have been a good one. Um but that would have been I mean, a the great pa- one. The Packers are playing obviously divisional rivals, right? Have had a lot of good games over the years in good weather uh in Minnesota, you know, good weather because uh, it's in a dome in Minnesota and Green Bay has to win every game down the stretch and has to win te- every game minnesota is Min- still in the hunt still alive for... the bye right um yeah. you know and one at, of the at, highest at, offenses at, sorry to keep talking over you but yeah no, it no. makes more sense at minimum playing for seeding right because dallas san fran you know they're they're playing for everybody's playing for stuff and that that's a great rivalry i mean i guess raven steelers is a rivalry too but if we're picking rivalry games let's pick the one that actually is like you can watch it without gouging your eyes out but it does everything for your for your viewership. It's the week seventeen. It's not just best ball finals. It's everyone's fantasy finals. If you're in a legitimate league, this is the week that you end. If you still end in week eighteen, what are we doing? Why are you in that league? Um, the executives should know that. And again, like you said, it's a divisional rival. It's got playoff implications. It literally has everything you want. It has Justin Jefferson, the most exciting yeah. player in the NFL right now. Everyone's Aaron Rodgers be sweating. The most Aaron controversial, <laughs> you know, hijacking airplanes to, to get to the stadium. <laughs> Con air, like, you know, like, Dude, every time he takes his helmet off, I can't, I can't keep a straight face. He, yeah, it is it's, Con, he looks like Con air. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So like, that is the game. How do you not flex that game? Like, I, I think, t- I think networks can hold a game or something like that too. So right, that that's probably what GA is, said. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. dumb. It's, it's all dumb that uh, we have to watch this God awful game. On on Sunday night, um, and root for Najee. Oh, awful. Uh, I I might rather root for Najee than Deontay Harris. Like even True. when Deontay gets the ball, it's like, oh look, Deontay, a three yard catch. He you had know, my favorite like, uh, play of the season this year. Last week or the week before, he caught the ball, had the end zone right in front of him, and ran backwards. Backward. He does that shit all <laughs> the time. It's insufferable. It. Like, I know that it's a thing, right? You catch it because the defender is going to be coming. You do, but like, have some fucking awareness. Don't do it every <laughs> single time you catch the ball. Oh, it was so um, good. 
The game we didn't talk about that I do want to talk about before maybe we can pull up some people's teams for 10 or 15 minutes. Yep. Is uh Lions Bears. Uh, oh, yeah. I know you have you have golf you have golf on a team you have Chark on a team I have a little bit of uh, exposure in that game a little more on the Bears side but that's kind of like you know we've talked about a lot a lot of these other games because there's you know, injury concerns and motivation concerns and resting concerns and all that but neither of these teams I don't think are resting anybody the Lions are still technically playing for the playoffs and the Bears are, are you know probably trying to find out who the fuck's going to be on their roster next year (laughs) around Justin Fields. And so with these two defenses, but also with these two offenses, having the juice that they have, you know, the the lions a little more so than the bears, this is like the course field game of the, uh, of the slate, right? This is the game that like both of these teams could go score 40, I think. Yeah. And and the bear side. So interesting because they could put up 40 and only Justin Fields account for, (laughs) 90% 90% of the fantasy points, right? I mean, I have Komet on that team, so I'm hoping for, you know, some pushback with Komet. But, I yeah. Byron Pringle. I have oh, Byron yeah. Pringle on one of my teams. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure I have, that'll work. I have Velas on one of my teams. So, <laughs> you know. That's, we're, that's rooting we for all the, we're rooting for all the absolute scrubby, scrubby, scrubby bears. But this, if this there's is what a happens. spot, dude. But if there's a spot, like, if you want a pipe dream, right? I, I like I, I don't want to pipe dream about Jair Alexander shutting down Justin Jefferson. That's not a good pipe dream to me. A pipe dream is like, dude, the Lions have gotten ransacked recently. A uh, little, little bit more on the ground last week. My God, the Panthers ran for like 400 yards, but still, DJ Moore got there. Terrace Marshall got there. Like they just, the defense was horrible again. And if it's like that this week, why can't one of those guys catch two? Why can't Cole Komet catch two touchdowns this week? He can't. Uh- Another good leverage spot from this game, I would love to have DeAndre Swift on a on a best ball finals team, right? We're talking about all these running backs that are getting hurt and stuff. If you have DeAndre Swift, like, yeah, he might not go nuts, but he's capable of putting up like an explosion game, especially against Chicago of all the teams. Jamal Williams has come back down to earth, right? That that regression's starting to hit. Mm-hmm. You might you might get some sort of like dump offs the Swift that just he just houses just see what he was doing at the beginning of the year. So there's a lot of ways that this game could break. Amonra, of course, always right. Like what a week he... to have Amonra though because his ownership has come down like gradually every single week, mm-hmm. and now you get him against the Bears. That's like that's the dream, man. You get he he projects. We did this with um. Who do we do this with? Chase, maybe something like yeah. that. Anyway, uh, where we were like, here's what he projects as, right? Like using Rotogrinders projections mm-hmm. for the week. Amon Ra is only Justin Jefferson projects for more fantasy points than Amon Ra this week. Um, main slate again, but I think it, I think it's probably all all slates because I don't think that I don't even think Diggs, I don't think Diggs or Chase project better than Amon Ra this week. I can't imagine so like, that they do. Yeah. Not in that, not in those matchups. Whereas Amon Ra has the best matchup on the board of any wide receiver. So, like, if you have Amon, I mean, we probably should have brought Amon Ra up with the ETN thing, like around. Yeah. He, he's probably the wide receiver you want the most because he's not two percent owned, but his ownership got held in check just through kind of random variance, and now he's a stone cold smash. Scott actually, Scott uh, threw it up in the chat for us. He's not not Amon Ra is nine percent. I was trying to look it up. Three. So 9% own Amon Ra, like smash. That's right? killer. Yeah. Absolute smash. Like great leverage on a player that 
we love that we were right about fifth round pick. I think most of the year, fifth, sixth round. Yep. I do mm-hmm. just want to touch on this. Modog brings up, I think the uh, Bears Lions was a bottom five matchup in during during the summer. I would actually totally disagree. If you if you, I specifically wrote a piece about like some if you're going to think about some kind of potentially actual matchup related stuff in week 17, as opposed to just strictly correlation that bears lions is when you should go hard. The reason why I have as much fields as I do, I was, I was like, I liked fields. Of course, he's clearly my kind of a quarterback, but I wasn't like in love. Probably go back and catch you. Rob and I's conversations about the bears. And we're just like, Holy shit, this is going to be bad with their offense. But I went after fields in Mooney and Komet, really just those three and <laughs> little Valus. But Khalil Herbert, who Scott has on his his BBM team, all those guys, not because they're playing the Lions, but like the correlations worked out. I think that this game was maybe the most under this was by far the best chance to be last year's Lions Seahawks. This game was by far right. The the bad team shootout. It was this maybe Jags Texans, but it was probably that always. This game was always that one where right, Swift, Amon Ra, Chark, Jamison Williams, what used to be Hawkinson, you know, Komet, Mooney, all these guys, you get you just want to get them to week 17. They may not be the best picks all year, but I, I think that this game was always really appealing. Yeah, but I think we were right on both sides of the fence with the Bears, right? Because other than Justin Fields, who have you really wanted on the on the Chicago Bears this year? So it it's like the it's gonna be such a weird study in the future where we look at this bears team and it's like if you wanted the bears you were right if you didn't want the bears you were right and the only player that did anything was justin fields so but we were all on detroit for the most part everyone liked pieces of detroit so whether it was amon deandre swift chark was a popular you know pick around his adp don't forget Hawkinson started off on this team and we were taking Hawkinson around there. My team was a double stack for Jared Goff with Hawkinson and DJ Chark. And now it's a double stack with Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook. Like it, <laughs> it, it's it's just interesting. But Detroit, you could have always you could have easily accidentally had a lot of Chicago with Detroit, just based on if you were trying to take a Detroit player in most drafts. All right, I want to hit some. There's been so many people dropping their teams and stuff in in here. This is a good one from Bruce. Three percent. Three percent. Stefan Diggs is real nice. I know he hasn't popped off, and so you you feel a little bit uncomfortable, right? You you're, you basically have Diggs versus Jefferson, which doesn't necessarily feel awesome. But man, dude, any any given Sunday, and yeah, Diggs was one of the highest exposure or highest uh, advance rate. Right? It was Diggs of Devonte. Jefferson Kelsey in the first round, and then just through a couple bad games, you get three percent digs. That is amazing. Um, I am gonna share and try. Well, you're to... sharing that. I just want to expand upon that digs point where, like, this shows you why. Like, if you're drafting a high clip of players, like if you drafted a lot of digs, you got a lot of digs teams through, and now you might have lost more teams than other people. But who cares once you get to the finals with a three percent digs team? Like that's why drafting at eight percent is probably bad. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna try to. I don't remember all the teams that uh, I covered. I don't think we did this one. Nick, Nick has a team that uh, he was. It sounded like he was worried about uh, 
Vikings resting guys. The Vikings are not going to rest anybody, so I wouldn't worry about that. I would worry about Kamara, who hasn't mm-hmm. practiced yet this week, and they don't have anything to play for, so that's a concern. But Cousins, Jefferson, Dotson, a great guy to have. Uh, Tua's not going to play, so that hurts. Yeah. Uh, and that also hurts Tyreek. But definitely not going to be complaining about Kittle. George Pickens is a pretty fun, I think, pretty fun player to have. Um, a less expensive version and high, somehow still higher upside version on half the targets than Deontay Johnson. Ayuk, uh, this, I still like this Ayuk. team's nice. Yeah, I mean you're 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 upset about Tyreek, and you know you need probably Kamara to play. But I mean, shit. I don't so think he Dylan, needs Kamara to play. He's got you Dylan, want him Dobbins? to play because he, uh, yeah, he was your second yeah. round pick. But Dylan McKinnon, Dobbins. Um, you know, the couple, but Zay's down here. Corey Davis can put up a week. Wentz is back as a quarterback. Yeah. Um, there's a pretty fun, pretty fun team. Acres, right? Acres all of a sudden is like (laughs) a really good running back to have on your team. We just got to remember that that Kirk Justin Jefferson stack is just so like duped. Like it is the most duped thing in the history of dupes right now. So you, he he wants he wants a Wentz like thirty yeah. to like th- with three touchdowns to Jahan Dotson like Jefferson can still do his thing but I think to win you will, he that team wants wants Wentz I'm just gonna yeah. go here from from the bottom because I know some of you guys were were watching Mahomes okay another CD there we team go. Mahomes McKinnon Kelsey who baby that makes it move Ken Walker. Um, we talked a little bit about him. Both Eagles I, receivers. Both Eagles receivers, obviously nice. Another Pickens, Joe and Juju. So we got the old Chiefs onslaught, which is actually kind of nice. Yeah. Because, you know, of course you really want Kelsey, but like if Juju happens to pop up, he is the lowest owned of, of the group, and you're really not losing that much by even if he doesn't. Um KJ Osborne chipping oh, he's got a chip every chi- chief. My God, yes, you do. Snoop Connor, that's that's fun. Oh, and Hertz, um, uh, and MVS. Yeah. So you just need to. I mean, Chiefs fifty ball, yep. Eagles wide receivers and CD. Right, Chiefs to score a boatload of points. CD and the Eagles wide receivers. This feels like a team I should have had. Yeah. Why don't you have literally this exact team? Well, I, <laughs> I know the exact team. I should have had this exact team. <laughs> yeah. It even has Noah Gray. You were the only person I know on the planet Earth drafting some, uh, some Noah, Gray. Noah, Noah Gray, but uh, he has Noah Gray. Muticulous uh, with, uh, I, I didn't see if it was BBM or what, but Burrow, Mack, and Pickett at quarterback. Ooh. Lost the big dog. Yeah. Oh. He was asking if it's live without the big dog. You were live with the big dog, with mm-hmm. Derrick Henry and Eric, Aaron Jones. I don't know. Um if Miles doesn't play, but and he returned to practice today, I don't know. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to come up with something good. The wide receivers are killer. I like the Kirk, you know? of course. Yeah. yeah. T. Waddle, Deontay, Kirk, Amari, MVS, Ooh. Isaiah McKenzie, Jacoby Myers, Hamler's out. Um, yeah, just sucks, man. That That is the brutal run out of this stupid game that we play that you had a really good team and, you know, it died. To uh, Derrick Henry. Oh, okay. Now we're there talking we Trey Lance. Yep, Trey Lance and Darnell Mooney, two guys who have just, my God, I need to uh, sue them for harass assault, assault on my bank account. Those two guys on DraftKings. But Amon, there's Amon Ra. If you can get Eckler, a Saquon, Eckler, T, Amon Ra, 
Kittle, Ayuk, Fields. So yeah, without Lance, he's fine. Fields and Goff, totally fine. Yeah. McKinnon, Jesus Christ. Okay, we finally got to some players who aren't smashes. Thank God, but not like three, he needs them. Three Chargers with no Herbert's fun. If you I don't just, know how you got there, but you but did. It, it, if Eckler plays, yeah, really good team. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, okay, see, short gamer TV knows that uh, you, you'll get reviewed if you put zero RB in the uh, t- this Eric. This is a zero <laughs> RB team. I mean, oh shit! He scored one hundred and seventy nine points last week. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my. Oh man, I hope somebody in his pod scored like once. That's just probably the pod that caused the controversy. Everyone on Twitter, they're sharing short gamer TV is like this. <laughs> that th- th- this motherfucker. This is why I don't have my you know 165 point team in is because of this asshole who also only used two running back scores and they both scored 13. So I'm almost terrified to look at how many points the wide receiver scored because obviously you gotta Mahomes have double fine. tight end, right? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be Hawk and Higby is my guess. Okay, Jefferson, unsurprising. We're going to slow it. T, also unsurprising. Didn't use Mike Williams' score. Devon, Jesus. Devonta Swift. (laughs) Yep, here comes double tight end. Kittle. Kittle. Kittle Higby. Oh, my God. Your flex scored 22.8 points last week. That is ridiculous. So, yeah, Mahomes... His flex scored 25.9 points. Is Mahomes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Because the tight end technically isn't. You're right. Um, yeah. Naked Mahomes? Yeah. Naked. No. Well, McKinnon. So that's that's fine. Uh, Ken Walker. Algier. Algier's so live this week. Too. I love Algier. Yeah. Love, love Algier. You want to talk know, about a, a popular DFS guy this week? Oh, Algier yeah. Algier is going to be ridiculous. Short short gamer said this is really fun. I think I said I literally said that. that I promise I didn't know beforehand. But that, that I mean, I would be so tilted. I would be tilted. I'd be on Twitter being like, uh, "Excuse me, Rudman, do you see my team here? Can we change? Can we change this? <laughs> this this asshole just scored 180 points. <laughs> That's like the that had to be like the close to the nuts for seriously for the best boy. Yeah, that guy with 165 was definitely the Bret Hart gif. Where he's just breaking the computer because he can't <laughs> yes. turn it on. Reset password. GIF. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that's I, nuts. I, 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 we do have to close. I apologize to you guys because I do have to um, get running. But closing thoughts. How are you feeling about like all, like not necessarily your teams, but it could of course be viewed through the lens of your teams. Just you know, we've made it here yeah. and it feels like every day is like waiting on pins and needles for right is jalen hurts going to practice it's james connor coming back is derrick henry going to play is tony Pollard going to play and it's like we're probably going to get more right like it's still only thursday shit happens on friday sometimes guys get ruled out or whatever it just feels like total chaos so i haven't even really been able to soak in the week because you're just like <laughs> are any of my guys going to get going to get ruled out and sink my teams well, I've spent the week listening to a lot of shanties because <laughs> I'm preparing for next year for what we're going to do. So I'm trying to figure out the angle I'm going there. Um, and I'm also excited I'm going to win $75,000 this week, um, which is a lot with of your, fun. With your favorite structure and your favorite players. Yeah, with my, the, you know, the way I drafted every single team <laughs> this year. Uh, oh, my God. 
I was going to wear the zero RB shirt tonight and I was like, I can't do it because no, I'm not allowed right now. Just not well, I'm wearing an underdog shirt underneath here and I didn't make any underdog <laughs> finals. So I'm equally a fraud uh, as, as well. I should um, wear my was... underdog shirt if we do the live sweat this weekend. Yeah. Well, it depends on how it depends on how it goes. I got a thumbnail and everything ready to rock and roll for the Sunday show, but um, I'm not officially booking it until, <laughs> until I know. Until I, you know, if CD goes for two points tonight, we may not be having the, the show on uh, Sunday, Fair. but um, I would, I was just going to say the chaos can feel like it sucks sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be a really fun week 17. Of course, if you're one of the people that, you know, you got one team through and you lost Eric Henry and Tony Pollard, right? And, and, and a quarterback, you know, Ryan Tannehill, whatever. It sucks. That's the, the shitty of this game, but uh, it's not always going to work out like that for you. I mean, I have one team at hurt, right? I have three teams in the finals. I have one team that was kind of net neutral. I have one team at hurt and one team, the news has helped. And so that's just how this game goes. I think I, I am more hopeful for like excitement around this week with the matchups, you know, and some of the players playing and not playing that. I think that this is going to be like a legendary week 17 and it culminates in bills Bengals on Monday night football, the game of the week. So um, like I said, it's been a little difficult to like truly get yourself (laughs) jacked up and everything with the, with the chaos. And I've been waiting on pins and needles with, Hertz and Miles Sanders, but I think as we head into the weekend, it's going to be a lot of fun, even though tonight's game kind of sucks because Sunday's going to be really fun and Monday night is just going to be, I mean, it's going to decide everything, right? It, mm-hmm. Whether it tanks, it goes nuts, whatever. The Monday night football game deciding everything is always fun. I know Felix uh, can appreciate that. It's the one thing I messed up in the original shanty is when I said, ship it, Chiefs and Broncos. And I knew it after we recorded it. I was like, it should have been uh, not Chiefs and Broncos. It should have been Bills, Bills and Bengals. Because it fits still. Like, it fits the song still. But they're the Monday night game. It yep. was the way to go with it. That was the mistake. I knew it right when we recorded it. The other thing I just want to say before we leave, if you are sweating a finals team, the place to go sweat this finals team until we go live with the sweat show is in our discord on the game day chat people are going to be there sweating along with you going nuts they go nuts week seven week three (laughs) yeah week 17 is going to be bonkers i usually just let the chaos ensue and follow along and just read i interject here and there but that game day chat in the discord on spike week is going to be absolutely bonkers you should be there make sure you're in the discord Great call. The game day chat is electric. Like you said, it is electric in week seven. We're all tired. We don't even (laughs) care about our teams anymore. And Gabe catches the long one and I'm, I'm running around, you know, throwing my hands up and everybody's celebrating. We got Gabe emojis. We got, you know, we're having fun. And that's in week seven last, the, the last three weeks, week 14 to get in. And then the first round of the playoffs and the second round of the playoffs, it has been, nuts so if you want to have fun sweat the games right celebrate come in dude you got dalvin cook don't be ashamed don't be ashamed you drafted that dust ball when he rips off a 60 yarder get your ass in there and dalvin with like 46 ends right exclamation point exclamation point you know flex emoji or whatever like that's what it's for robust all, rb all caps yeah 
yeah suck it zero rb losers you know we got a we got emoji we got denny emojis right the zero rb thing we got you know, we got all sorts of fun stuff in there it's the place to be uh i'm glad rob brought it up but um i gotta get out of here um i i don't want to tomorrow is nuts i'm what i am going to try to do is have a show tomorrow that is playoff best ball focused because we're gonna have two more days to wait before we, uh you know week 17 kicks off again on sunday and i think we're gonna dive back into some more playoff best ball stuff drafters just launched their contest it's actually pretty big so it should be quite a bit of fun i think we're gonna try to get into that but be on the lookout in discord or on twitter and uh so until probably sunday Unless my Rob and I's teams are so bad that we're like drinking our sorrows away and we don't want to go, we don't want to be in public. I think you'll probably see us on Sunday to end the best ball regular season. So uh, we'll see you guys uh, probably in a couple of days. Peace.